0: Welcome to High Vibe in It with your hosts, Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida. Are you ready to make the most of your life, manifesting your inner desires while living a more aligned, inspired life? Start here. Now, here's Kelsey and Lindsay.
1: Hey, guys.
2: Welcome to the show. (laughs) I hope you're having a great Monday. I'm here with my awesome co-host, Miss Lindsay Robinson. She's a hypnotherapist. Um, My name is Kelsey Aida, and I'm an inspirational blogger and author. And today we have joining us the very lovely Amanda Richards. And Mm -hmm. I always call her Amanda Rich Imperfections (laughs) because her Instagram tag is Rich Imperfections. Is that what Mm it is? Yeah. And she is also a specialist of self-love. So today we're Mm going to have a whole Self love conversation, give you guys a lot of really practical tips and daily things that you can do that will help you along your self love journey. And I guess let's just start by I want to hear in Amanda's words. Amanda, describe to everyone what you do and kind of how you
0: got started doing it. Oh my gosh, it's been such a like transformation the last like six months. Um, But what I do now is really I help women get to the core of. Why they don't feel good enough. Like, I really help them get to where did that subconscious belief get created? What events, you know, like I help them track what events were very impactful for you that you picked up that belief here, you picked up that belief here. And we kind of can track it back so early on in life. And then I help them reprogram that belief um, using EFT. And some neuroscience techniques Um, and it's really really beautiful work and of course that sounds very like practical um, Mm -hmm. but there's a very intuitive side to the work that I do and there's um, like a lot of energetic work as well like connecting to the heart and like healing and all that so it's like I like to call it like salty and sweet, you know, you have a little bit of both so that's really fun And really where I got started with all of this, because at first I was doing like disordered eating and body image coaching, and I just kept seeing that like this one girl, I had this one client that in like two to three weeks, we healed all her issues with food and exercise that she had battled with her whole life because we just got down to the core of what of her worthiness issues, you know? Yeah. Um, We just dived right into it instead of trying to fix the food and, you know, the symptoms, I call it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm like, okay, there's something so much bigger here. It's not, it's not body image. It's not food. Like these are symptoms, manifestations of a much, much deeper core issue. And so. I kind of took a step away from body image coaching about six months ago to think about, okay, what direction do I want to go in? Because I know body image isn't the answer. I know there's so much deeper. And so that's kind of where I've landed right now is the EFT and reprogramming. Just that one belief can change your whole life, you know? Yeah,
2: I remember when we st- when we were having this conversation, and you were like, "I want to go deeper. Like, I feel yeah. like I need to like start treating people at the source because all these body images really stem from a lack of self worth yeah. and self love and valuing yourself because you have all these program beliefs, like how you said." And when this was like exactly how you're describing. Like maybe it was like six or eight months ago when I was yeah. um, like launching Radical Self-Love, my online program, and you were an affiliate. And so we were mm-hmm. talking about all the things because we always like nerd out on that stuff together. Um, but that's really cool. I'm really glad that you took it in that direction because treating the the issue at the source yeah. instead of going from the outside in. That's yeah. the way that I always say it,
0: outside in. It doesn't work.
1: It, it, all, it helps, it but it's not anyways.
0: sustainable. It's not, and it takes a lot longer. <laughs> yeah, right. Totally. Exactly.
1: Yeah, it so. all has to come from within. Um, yeah. Tell us how you, because we geeked out just for a second before the call when you mentioned how into, or one of your passions, rather, is is working with the self-talk with the client. Which I am screaming from the rooftops, like, <laughs> all the time, because it is so, yeah. it's, it is the thing. Like, you have to figure that out. Probably first before anything, because if you're doing all this work and all this self improvement and the the voice in your head is still breaking you down every time, you're not going to get anywhere very far. So, um, how do you use that aspect of it to really start the transformation? Like, what techniques do you tell people when it comes to self talk? You know? Okay, I have so
0: many for you. So, I'd (laughs) like to start with. Like this is literally, so I have a four month program and this is literally our second week's module is all self-talk. It's like an hour long because I'm like, this is like the literal most fundamental skill you could ever have in your personal development journey, in your healing journey, because you have to become your own best friend Um, or ally, I guess. Best friend sounds weird for some people but um advocate ally yeah 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 you know it's more of a neutral place to start with if you've like spent so much of your life hating yourself but the the first thing I teach is okay well let's understand why the voice is coming because one most of the time the voice is criticism right it's you didn't do that good enough you could have done that better you know oh you're so fat oh blah 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 you know it's always criticism And so I I like people to understand why the voice is coming because it's just really helpful then in treating the voice or Mm -hmm. changing that. Right. So one criticism, what high standards are you holding yourself to? You know, what what impossible standards are you holding yourself to? Um, Can you lower that so your criticism volume isn't so high, you know? And then second is knowing that you the voice in your mind. Sometimes it's not you. It's like your own brain and your body's reaction to try to keep you safe. So from vulnerability, from um, physical harm or whatever it perceives as physical harm, you know, so that could be Having a really vulnerable conversation with your spouse, like your brain will tell you all these thoughts like, don't do that. Don't do that. Like, it's not the right time, whatever. And that's not really you. It's just like a response, like a stress response. So I think it's important to know the main reasons why the voice is coming. Yeah. Um, And I
2: can interject something super important here. So it's basically to reiterate exactly what you're saying, but I'm going to put it in different words. Mm -hmm. So self-hate I've realized is actually a form of self-love because when you're hating and criticizing yourself, that part of you Thinks That by doing that it's going to get you to change so that other people will accept you so that you can stay Mm. connected to your family so that you can stay connected to your friends and parents it all comes down to a fear of abandonment and a fear of being alone because we're an interconnected species that need community and we literally like cannot survive by ourselves so any part of us that thinks that we're doing something that's not up to par that would potentially jeopardize us having connection is going to be like, you fucking suck, do that better, like get it together, like high achiever, over perfectionist, nobody will love you until you do this. Even if that's Mm -hmm. not true, that part of you is trying to get you love, even though it's hating you.
1: (laughs) Well, and it even causes such a bigger conflict, uh, inner conflict, because like like Amanda was saying, a lot of the self-talk could be a fear to protect you from, like you said, vulnerability. I see it all the time. If I don't put myself out there, I won't get hurt. If I don't um, show this side of myself, no one can tear it down. So I'm just going to hide it. I'm just going to like stuff it down. And so, yes, I agree, Kelsey, that we do need connection. We are um, a, a species and creatures that need people around us and others to connect with. So when we're doing things that close us off from that, even though it's keeping us whatever safe, quote unquote safe, mm-hmm. it's yeah. also causing such a bigger conflict because we want that connection, but we don't. <laughs> it's actually yeah. starving yeah. us. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's, it can, it's not healthy, but
2: it, it can is break trying you down. to hurt you in a yeah. bad way, <laughs> in a Absolutely. not helpful way. But <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, to see its intention it as, oh, the part of me that hates me actually loves me. That's why it's doing this. It's like if you nag on your partner. Like be a better partner. Like I want to stay with you. Like I love you, but I need you to like get it together. It's kind of like that.
0: Yeah. Have you heard? anybody? that's interesting. To interject that point and put a little twist. (laughs) No, I love that. I've never. I've. Yeah. So all in all, like it. And the other thing that came to my mind when you're saying that is, um, there's so much comfort in your own criticism because most of us. Um, grow up with that, like we've no one's taught to be kind to yourself. So your your criticism and that negative voice really is like a close friend, but a toxic close friend. You know what I mean? Like it's comfortable. Totally.
1: So I think that's important to put po- comfort to point and health are not equal, but no. they exist usually in the same like arena. People confuse it all yeah. the time. Well, I you know just because it's comfortable doesn't mean that it's okay. Just because you're used to it doesn't mean that mm-hmm. it has to be something that you continue doing.
0: You know? Yeah. And I mean, I've even worked some worked with someone who um, her mother was such so critical of her. And so that voice in her head was her mom. And that was her way of still like yeah. trying to connect with her mom and because her mom had passed away and like just still that was comforting for her, even though it broke her down every day, you know? Yeah. So it, it can get really challenging and tricky. You know, these concepts, they're so simple, but they can really get they can get tricky. Yeah. Um. So, this one thing though I do want to get across is like the voice in your head is not you. And this I really like feel like I channeled this while I was recording a module for um, my program, and I was just like, anything that's not pure love is not you. Exactly. That's beautiful. Yes, I I get the chills. Like true. Yeah, I have the chills right now because I never have thought about that. I was just recording the module, kind of winging it, and that came through, and I was like, that's it. That's literally the answer. Anything that's not pure love, it's not you. It's either conditioning, programming, it's fear, it's doubt, it's your ego, it's other people's voice, like I was saying, like the person's mom. Um, So... It's just so important to understand what the foundation of what I'm saying now before you even move into
1: like the hacks that I'm gonna teach you and the yeah. tips, you know. So I love that Kelsey and I talk about that all the time, and we're in various you know episodes where really pay attention to where the voice is coming from. And Kelsey, yeah. uh, you're the one that was saying too, like ask yourself, is it really true? And Is it me? Is it my voice? It sounds like you, but it doesn't Mm. mean it's you. It easily and most likely, especially if it's negative, is something that you're just needlessly carrying from uh, somebody who didn't know any better (laughs) at the time um, and passed it on to you because of their fear and because of their limiting beliefs and because of their obstacles that prevent them from evolving. They put that on you and now you have to carry it until you decide not to. And this has been coming up more and more and more Um, The fact that a lot of people walking this earth right now have no idea that they have a choice in What they're thinking and how they're talking to themselves and how they're living and and the choices that they're making in that arena You don't have just because you've been living this way doesn't mean you have to live that way and thank God for people like Kelsey and Amanda (laughs) and some might say me for (laughs) for Drawing attention to this idea and holding up these huge signs that say, hey, guess what? You have a choice. You can be happy and get what you want and have the perfect partner for you and do the job that you love doing. So if nothing else, you know, you have a choice. And Amanda, tell us how you allow people to, you know, realize that and to choose better, I guess.
0: Um. I think it really comes down to the self-awareness. It's just helping people to really get more mindful and slow down and just start paying attention to what's going on in their inner world Mm -hmm. Um, because a lot of time we don't do that. We just jump from one thing to the next thing just to stay stimulated, to stay busy. And I even notice I still do it. Um, So I think it's just giving people permission to do that. It's crazy what giving per- people permission can do. <laughs> yeah, and practicing,
2: like practicing noticing your thoughts too. Like, it's not gonna happen overnight where you're just totally 100% conscious of everything you're thinking all of a sudden. Like, right. Yeah. Start, like, okay, every time I think something really nasty to myself, I'm gonna be like, oh, there it is. There's that voice. There was a nasty thought. And you just have to be aware. You don't even have to judge it or like analyze it. You can just be like, oh, mm-hmm. that happened observing, yeah. like stepping up to yourself to become the observer. And then mm-hmm. noticing when you have a really great thought about yourself. Oh, that was kind of nice. That's really good. I kind of like strain of thought. Maybe I'll just like string it along a little more, you know, and that's when that's when you can really start to be in control, quote unquote, of your mind.
0: Um, A really – oh, go ahead. Sorry.
2: (laughs) Oh, I was going to say, we're going to take a really quick break on this topic. Revisit it. Hold that amazing thought that I know you're going to have. And we want to tell you guys a little bit about LinkedIn talent solutions, LinkedIn jobs, okay? Because here's the deal. Hiring the right person can take a lot of time, often time that you might not even have. And urgency, of course, can be your enemy when it comes to finding candidates that are truly meant for your business. So if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business owner out there, listen up. LinkedIn is the best place to post your job. I'm going to tell you why. LinkedIn Jobs screens candidates with the hard and soft skills you're looking for so you can hire the right person fast. They look for things like collaboration, creativity, adaptability. LinkedIn looks beyond the work skills and puts your job post in front of qualified candidates who match your business requirements Perfectly. That's how LinkedIn makes sure your job post is seen by people you want to hire. People with the skills, qualifications, and other interests that will help your business grow. It's no wonder that a person is hired every eight seconds with LinkedIn and why companies rated LinkedIn Jobs the number one hiring platform for delivering quality, keyword here, hires. Find the right person for your business today with LinkedIn Jobs. You can literally pay what you want and get the first $50 off. Just visit linkedin.com slash vibin'. Again, that's linkedin.com slash buy to get $50 off your first job post terms and conditions
1: apply. <laughs> Perfect. Well done. Um, <laughs> back to well, self-talk, right? And Amanda had, something, Amanda to had say. something to say.
0: Yeah. So um, just when you were saying that, I thought of this quote I had seen recently and it said, I now know I am not my thoughts. I am the observer of my thoughts. Yep. And I just feel like that's so crucial to understand. Like you're not your self-talk; you can you can change it. You can have a new baseline for self-talk. I mean, it takes time to retrain your brain to think in a nicer way.
1: But um, yeah, so I just wanted to say that. I mean, think about it. You've been living with this method of thought for your entire life, possibly. You can take. I mean, you you have to expect that it's going to take a while to to fix it. So if you're you know you've spent this much time doing it one way, why not? Why not just try Yeah, And the hardest thing I find for people is not to judge in the beginning because Mm -hmm. that's their instinct is to just judge themselves. So when they have a negative thought, it's so hard for them initially to be the observer and not judge the judging of themselves. (laughs) So that's always a huge challenge. Do you find that as well with your clients in this, uh, topic?
0: Um, yeah, it, it, frustration, a lot of frustration in the beginning. Um, but I feel like I really give them, excuse me, like, permission to do their own self-discovery at their own mm-hmm. pace. Like, that's a big thing for me is, like, there's no timeline and there's right. no rush. Like, this is this is going to be a complete life-changing thing. So there's no rush to become your best friend, you know? It's it's an ongoing thing, so.
1: Yeah, and I it, like it. It should be a joyous process as much as possible. Yeah. I was going to say I like that where
2: um, – really emphasizing that this takes time because I feel like we can have expectation that like, oh, I'm just going to snap my fingers. Now I love myself. Everything's great. Like no, it's a practice. And the analogy that was coming to me when we were talking about the time that I can take is like, imagine your jewelry box that's full of like all these tangled necklaces and all these necklaces have been like accumulating for many, many years. And then mm. one day you're like, I really need to sort this shit out. And you take them all out and then you have to untangle them like one by one. That's essentially like what you're doing yeah. because you have a lifetime of conditioning and practicing certain thought patterns. And literally there's neural pathways in your brain that are like engraved, not like yeah permanently but they are kind of stuck like that to a degree because you've practiced it so much yeah so now it's about unpracticing that switching the momentum to go in the other direction and creating new ones which takes time but
0: often not as much time as you would think also especially when you can do something like what Lindsay does or like with hypnosis or if you can use EFT because that's an energy psychology Mm -hmm. technique that you can use to reprogram the subconscious so when you can like hit the nail on the head with the belief that's causing the negative self talk, you know, it can change rapidly. Yeah.
1: yeah. So just real quick, when you were talking yeah. about the necklaces, I got the biggest ball of anxiety because that's like my worst nightmare. <laughs> I, that visual of just a, a big ball of like necklace. I would just throw it at my husband and walk away. I would not be able to like sit there and Help do it. Help me. Help me, please. Um, <laughs> but I this came up yesterday. I was doing, um, uh, another podcast very early on a Sunday very weird for me But this came up and I remember that I hadn't really touched on this in a while and it seems so important right now Is that when we're born the only thing you're born with are two fears? The fear of loud noises and the fear of falling those are instinctual. They cannot be taken away necessarily um, mm-hmm. that's what we're born with otherwise you're pretty much a blank slate. And so everything that you're afraid of, everything, every insecurity you have, every piece of self-talk that you don't want, anything that is making you who you are, whether seemingly positive or negative, is a learned behavior. So once you know that, like, oh, I learned that, that means I can unlearn it. Everything that's learned can be unlearned and replaced with something better. So I just wanted to interject that because it seems very prudent to say right now. (laughs) That's so funny. This is so, this chat is so divine because literally
0: literally that's what my entire like signature program is. It's, I'm going to rename it because I call it soul on fire right now, but I feel like I need to rename it to like identity remix or like identity. I don't know. Because unravel I've thought about because it's like literally unraveling your whole identity and belief system of who you Mm -hmm. thought you were and realizing like you get to change that and you're actually like the story writer yeah um not everyone else your experiences are not your story you know well they're part of your story but they're not
1: your story about who you are yeah we're me and Kelsey are very big on uh encouraging people to take responsibility for the good and bad in their life in in the uh, realization that, like you said, you're the story writer, you're the architect of your own life. And so mm-hmm. once you get on board with that idea that like, I've created everything till now, and not in a judging way, in an empowering way that yeah. I can take the next step forward and really start to do my best work, you know, for myself. Mm-hmm. So I love that. I love that. That's the idea around your program. Cause it's just so important.
0: It is. It's just like, wait, I don't have to hate this part of myself. (laughs) Right. I don't have to. I don't know. There's so much I could say about it. There's so many. It's really important work. (laughs) Let's
2: talk about that because I love – talking about different aspects of people and different parts and learning different parts of myself. And like, basically, from my understanding, we all have multiple personality disorder, but it's just more prevalent in some people than others. Um, So those are the people that get diagnosed, even though we all have splits in our consciousness and we all have different parts. And, but you can see this, like, when you hang out with people and maybe they're different around one person or another or sometimes they're this way, sometimes they're that way. When you see different sides of a person, mm-hmm. quote unquote, that's what I'm talking about when I mean parts or aspects. Um, what In what ways have you been working with people's parts or maybe your own parts to help kind of get them all Into like the lovable bucket because I feel like we have some parts that we're like, oh yeah, I love that one. She's a badass bitch. But then like the opposite part of that, you're like, I fucking hate that vulnerable piece of shit. She doesn't get me anywhere, you know? So it's like, how do you work with, yeah, sorry. (laughs) How have you been working with different people's parts and like getting them, getting people to
0: see all of their parts as lovable? Because I know that's a lot of your work. Hmm, that is such a good question. Um, I don't know if I've ever thought about it in that way, to be honest. I always thought that my multiple personalities were um, because I'm a Gemini rising. <laughs> and, <laughs> I mean, and so I yeah. love that you're like saying everyone is like that. I'm like, yay. Okay, great community. But um, <laughs> I guess I, we, so one of the pre-work things we do like in my program is uh, I have them write down all their perceived weaknesses. And then I have them literally write down because it's really important to actually write it and, like, not think about it, you know. I have them write down. her.
1: Kelsey. Kelsey, I love her. Kelsey. (laughs) (laughs) Can we keep her? You're talking about handwriting. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Okay. Yeah. This is huge for me, too. Real quick. Why is it more important? I want to hear what your take is on this. Why is it more important to write it than to think it? Go ahead.
0: Oh, I think it's more important because it just kind of, um, well, for one, I feel like it releases it from your mind, but it's just like you process it differently. And I don't know like scientifically what happens. I will tell you, your
1: instinct (laughs) is exactly right because handwriting is an idiomotor response, meaning we do it without thinking about it. It is directly connected to the subconscious mind. And if you're writing it out, you are releasing it from the subconscious. And that's why journaling is so powerful. And that's why affirmations are so powerful because you're essentially giving yourself hypnotic suggestions through your handwriting, into your subconscious, okay, I'm done. That was really cool that you said that and I had to say it.
0: <laughs> no, I'm I'm so glad you said that because I find – like I've even been able to in my journaling, been able to say – going back to like the parts of ourselves. I've been able to say like, okay, um, little Amanda – like my um, nickname when I was a kid was Amanda Jean the Chili Bean. So <laughs> I'll be like, okay, it's your time to talk. And I write that down and then I let her talk. And it's so crazy what flows out.
1: Wow. Like, Girl. Yeah.
0: It's See, so this crazy. gets me so
1: excited because it's exactly like this is yeah. this is so my jam. Okay. Mine um <laughs> so writing down those perceived uh, weaknesses or, or I think you said weaknesses or insecurities. Yes,
0: yeah, like perceived weaknesses, perser- perceived flaws, whatever you want to call them. And then I write have them reframe them, like write them down and reframe them. And why why is this actually a strength for you? So I guess that would be the closest way I could say I help people really Mm -hmm. accept all of their parts but i think it's more i've never thought about it in parts but i've just thought about it like as in this is all of you so it's time to slowly start accepting that and i think it's just Mm -hmm. a process that happens naturally through my work i don't know
2: (laughs) yeah 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 totally i do something really similar in radical self-love where i have People write down all the things they don't like about themselves and then we go into like, well, what's the value that this actually has yeah. brought to your life? At some point or another, maybe mm-hmm. it was a coping mechanism. Now it's not relevant anymore. and Now it's causing detriment. But at one time, it was mm-hmm. important for you to become like this and so you did. Yeah. Um, so I think that's really important to go into and recognize and I know we're going to be doing a lot of this type of like journaling and stuff at my retreat in February. So <sighs> I'm so
1: Subconscious only has… <laughs> stuff in it that at one point served you. And if it doesn't serve you anymore, that's okay. You have a choice. But just know that it, it wasn't there by accident. It doesn't, stuff just doesn't happen in the subconscious. It's put there for a very good reason to protect you, to keep you safe and to help you survive in that moment. So just make peace with it and then decide if you want to keep it, you know, if it, if it belongs where you're going or if you'd rather release it with love. Always release it with love never release with hate because it did help you I out. Mean. You know, yes. it's, it I is it is an ally. That. It just, it's an outdated yeah. ally. That's all it is.
0: <laughs> I love that distinction to release it with love, to release it with um, not judgment, but like curiosity and thankfulness. It's like, exactly. thank you for helping me when I needed you, you know?
1: Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's just such a huge, once, once that shift happens, it's such a huge like weight almost off your shoulders to know that like this whole time, it wasn't something that was trying to ruin you. You know, it was something that was trying to help you. It just, it was in a distorted way, Um, you know, so... Let's give an example. I feel like this will be helpful. Um, Probably a lot of the people listening are
2: similar to us where we have um, an aspect of us that's very much like a perfectionist. I would call mine like perfectionist Kelsey. So this is something that I used to really not like about myself because it gives you all that internal criticism and it makes you feel like you're Mm -hmm. never doing stuff good enough and you're like, oh my gosh, constantly beating me down. But when I realized that it was there because it really wanted me to like live my best life and create this amazing work. And it helped me to like write a book in eight weeks and it helped me to get all these things done and put out all these amazing articles and things that were helping people. I was able to flip the way that I was looking at it and be like, you know, this part actually does serve me um, Mm -hmm. in, in these ways. Um, So now I can actually value what it has to offer and stop pushing it away and just be like, yeah, this is me and I'm taking the parts that work about it and I'm leaving the criticism behind.
0: Yeah. yeah, mm, I right. like that. I like that perspective change.
1: This is a perfect time for <laughs> another sponsor read you guys. We have a really, really great, great one right now. I'm so excited to tell you guys about this. So the sponsor for this portion is Lola, which is a female founded company that offers a complete line of organic Uh, cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural feminine products. So the founders started the company with the simple and seemingly obvious idea that women shouldn't have to compromise when it comes to feminine care products. And I don't know if you guys know this, but the FDA does not require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their products for feminine care and feminine hygiene, so most of them don't. When I knew figured that out, I was livid. I might, I I think you guys might be too, because I was really mad about it. Um, And major brands use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, including rayon and polyester. Their feminine products may also be treated with harsh chemical cleansing agents, fragrances, and dyes. So get Lola, basically. (laughs) They offer a really convenient subscription. It's fully customizable, so you can choose your mix of products, your mix of absorbency, number of boxes, and frequency of delivery. The subscriptions are also super flexible. You can change, skip, or cancel at any time. And for every purchase, you donate feminine care products to homeless shelters across the US, which is so huge. And one of the main reasons we agreed to work with them, because it's incredible that they do that. Um, The company is founded by women and for women. So there's really no reason not to try it because you're probably (laughs) using this stuff anyway. Um, 100% organic, BPA-free. They offer applicator versions and non-applicator versions, but the applicators are BPA-free, which is what I think is super important about it. Um, What do you love about it, Kelsey? Kelsey? i just love that i'll never have to ask any of my future boyfriends or (laughs) husband
2: to go to the store at like midnight because i started my period because i'll have my subscription of lola and i always have it every month
1: and they come in pretty (laughs) discreet my partners
2: will appreciate that too
1: like i don't really care if anyone sees my tampon box but they do come for those of those that do care they do come in discreet uh boxes right to your door they're very well designed and personalized. Um, so yeah, you guys should try it and we're going to help you out in trying it right now. So for if you want 30% off your first month's box or first month subscription, just go to mylola.com and enter vibin when you subscribe one more time. That is mylola.com and enter V I B I N when you subscribe, go try it out guys.
2: Yeah. Lola has really clean packaging. So you're not going to see like a picture of a girl in like a white tennis skirt and like a big giant
1: tampon. That's like the same size know, as her on the box. Like everyone look at what I have. <laughs> for once our stuff's being designed by women instead of men who want to charge us. I don't know. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah. <laughs> if you pay more for stupid products. You might as well get good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, we need to say, and I will say this on
2: air because it's important, your vagina is the most <laughs> absorbent part of your body. Don't put chemicals in there. Talk about oh I vibe gosh. in it. That's not <laughs> doing that's not serving your vibration, ladies.
0: We need to clean I, um, up. I don't oh use that gosh. brand. I've never heard of it, but I will check it in, out now. But I just use, um, just at the store, they have, like, they're, they're becoming more conscious about what they sell now, I'm, like, 100% cotton, nothing else in it. And I noticed just, like, hygienically, I've been, like, I'm fresh all the time. It makes <laughs> a difference. Yes,
1: it makes a big difference. So yeah. go use Lola. What's the code again? Vibin. V-I-B-I-N. Do it. <clears throat> yeah. MyLola.com. Cool. cool. What were we talking about? Tampons? vaginas, what now? vaginas. <laughs> Sorry for all the guys listening speaking um, of self-love we're not going to go into that territory
2: but maybe we should have like a self-pleasuring expert or something that could be an
0: interesting show Ooh.
1: that could be I have a, a suggestion interesting show you have somebody in
0: mind yeah I'll tell you off the air
1: perfect cool. yeah don't pressure us to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah self-talk self-care what you're doing is so important. I don't yeah. remember the exact topic we were talking about, but is there anything else either. that you want to like kind of start getting the ball rolling with with what we're dealing with here?
0: Yeah, let me give you some tips that you can use. Yes. Um, specifically, these are going to be in the moment when you're going down a really negative thought pattern spiral, when mm-hmm. self-talk is really heavy, um, anxiety. Usually anxiety is accompanied with Oh yeah. Self-talk. Um, so these are things you can do in the moment to really help you snap out of that. So, um, number one, we think that we think that if we are mean to ourselves or criticize ourselves, that that's going to be motivating. And actually when we are like that to ourselves, we actually turn on the amygdala and we shut off our motivation center in our brain. So actually switching the, f- the script and talking to yourself calmly in a really nice, like, do you see that difference? The very nice soothing I voice. I want to take a
2: nap now.
0: Yeah. It's just like, hey, Amanda, it's, it's okay. You did the best you could, you know, mm-hmm. and switching that to talk very calmly. You, you get your, your, um, Whatever your body to secrete oxytocin, and it's actually turns on the motivation center in your yeah. brain, and it's just so much better for you all around. And you can just tell the difference in my voice when I switch to that like, you just instantly feel calmer. Yeah, so that's number one. Number two, one of the most important things you could do is talk to yourself in the second person, so calling yourself by your name, it really mm-hmm. helps you to separate like yourself, different parts of yourself actually. Like it helps one part of yourself, like your higher self, to communicate with your ego kind of in a way. Um so by right. saying like Amanda, it's okay. You've got this. Amanda, you can do this. And if you want to make it even like double as powerful, look in the mirror and say Amanda, yeah. you know, say your own name. So those are two really, really important well, ones.
1: And it also has to do with too how do you feel when you give yourself a compliment versus how do you feel when someone else gives you the same compliment? you feel mm. like it's almost more valid when someone else gives it to you. So yeah. by saying your name, it almost with that separation almost makes it like more powerful because it's mm. got, oh, it's coming from someone else, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah so. true. Yeah. The research shows that the, talking to yourself in the second person is more effective than talking to yourself any other way.
1: So wouldn't it be the third person? Because um, the second person wait. would be like. I had third and then I changed right? it to second, but now I'm wondering. I'm pretty sure it's third. If you say your own name, then you're talking about is yourself it third in the third person? Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever it is, say whatever your own it is, name. say your name. You'll <laughs> say get your, it. your own name.
0: <laughs> your name. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice, Kelsey. Um, another thing that you can do is uh, you can literally just say stop, like out loud. Yes. Stop right now. And it just kind of like shakes your brain up because it's like, Mm -hmm. what's going on right now? Um, You can use the five second rule by Mel Robbins. Um, Most people, so when I found out what is actually happening in the brain, I started using this more. Because most people use it for productivity or to do the thing they're scared of, right? That's kind of how it's taught. But what it does is it kicks you out of the habit loops because when you start going down that, like, that really negative um, thought process, you kind of kick into your habit loops in your brain, I call mm-hmm. them. And it's very habitual thinking. It's very subconscious. It's the same thing you've been thinking over and over again for years and years. And it's very hard to now think like a new, the new you until you kick yourself out of that. And so the five second rule, I guess the research shows it kicks you out of that and back into your frontal lobe where you can be a little more abstract thinking, a little more rational. Um, so using that is really helpful. So Yelling, for, for those ahead. that
1: don't know, just go over the five second rule real quick in case they're not familiar with. What oh, it is. right.
0: Obviously. Okay. So <laughs> the five second rule is that you literally just go five, four, three, two. One and if you're really paying attention, you'll feel that internal flip in your Mm -hmm. mind. Like it really is crazy. Sometimes you have to do it multiple times, but it's like a quick thing. So these are like really quick things you can do in the moment, right? Yeah. Um, Another thing that you can really do is to move. So like in neurosculpting, which I'm actually new to this and I'm learning about it, but if you vigorously shake your body for two minutes, just the whole body, you will reset your brain. Mm And so movement, whether it's shaking like that, some people feel silly doing that. You could, um, you could go. I feel dance like it's even or, better if you feel silly because then it really takes of course, you out of your mind. Of course, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you stop taking yourself so seriously. 100%. Yeah, yeah. And so movements really helpful. Um, nature. If you're out in nature for 20 minutes, you actually start secreting your own antioxidants and endorphins and all that. So that's like more, um, you know, like stuff you actually have to get up and do. But like if you're like so in bonus class, points,
1: do it barefoot. For bonus points too that's there you powerful. go there you go yeah Yeah. sorry if you're in class like if you're in class or you're at work and like you literally can't
0: escape where you are in your environment like the talking to yourself and the se- the third person and calmly and the five second rule can really help you mm-hmm. so exactly um yeah so those are some really good tips um uh if you feel like you're having resistance or you're feeling like that cognitive dissonance where you're not um where I don't know. I guess this would be really more like in a vulnerable situation where you really need to express yourself in some way. Um, If you start convincing your brain why it's okay to do this certain thing, to have this conversation, to express yourself, to be you in this situation, whatever, it helps it not to like throw up that emergency brake so hard Mm -hmm. and be like, nope, we're not doing this and start shutting down and start throwing that self-talk at you. Like, no, you can't do this. You're not good enough, whatever, whatever. Like talk your brain through what you're going to do Mm -hmm. or why it's important. Um,
1: and yeah, so those are like the really immediate ones, I would say. Um, I'm gonna add something to the stop one because I, I really resonate with that. Just in the work in the work that I do, mm-hmm. that um, technique with habit control is particularly is so powerful. Okay. Um, for some people, if they you know in hypnosis or or just in conscious outer awake life if you say to yourself stop you can even add i guess this would work for any of the techniques you can add a visual to it so Mm -hmm. for some people to double the impact they'll just see a stop sign in their mind or the color red for some people or whatever they associate with ceasing and desisting immediately Mm -hmm. um that can just add such a huge punch to the the act of stopping. Sometimes just saying stop is is perfect for some people. But if you're finding that it's not as easy as it sounds, see what happens when you add the color red or a stop sign right there, and just kind of close your eyes and just mm, pause. You know, I love that. Even if you have a hard time saying stop, maybe just say pause, and then mm-hmm. as you keep trying it and keep practicing, it will get easier to say stop. But I really, really love that technique because you're absolutely right. It really does stop you in your tracks. It's just like, it gives you that quick stutter where you're like, wait, what? (laughs) What's going on? And then you have to really, you have to intentionally talk about yourself at that point because you've already stopped the process. So I really, I really like that one a lot. I like them all.
0: It's they're easy. They're so easy. easy. Like anyone can do this stuff and maybe one doesn't work for you and the other one does, you know, you have to, you know, permission to discover what works for you.
1: Yeah. Play around with it. Find one that you like. And once you get sick of that one, there's a, there's many others to choose from. So shake Mm -hmm. it up a little bit, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, one, one, I really love one last one that this is, if you can actually get up and remove yourself from the situation, uh-huh. I call it like the five minute reset. And I can't remember where I found this, but I started using it um, a long time ago when I was in RN school and I couldn't leave class cause I was in classes all day. So I could go to the bathroom and I could do this. So basically um, in the mirror. You have you ever seen that Ted talk about the Superman poses? Oh, yes. different okay so you do the
1: superman and pose. it was on Grey's Anatomy so oh it was that's <laughs> basically how I it really I really got on board with it after it was on Grey's Anatomy because I nice. that's my jam of course. anyway superhero yeah, pose so, I love it
0: yeah the superhero pose you look in the mirror and you put your hands on your hips and shoulders back you can also do this by leaning back in a chair and like putting your hands over your head and it um I forget what it does in your body. I think it lowers cortisol, raises testosterone, something like that. <laughs> um, so you do that for like a minute or two, and you just look at yourself and you let those hormones kind of regulate. Yeah. Um, then you would do either push ups against the wall or like some squats to kind of get your heart rate up. And that's for like a minute or two. And then you would. If you can, if you're in the bathroom, um, a single bathroom, you could turn the light off. If not, just close your eyes and focus on your heart and do like deep breathing for like two minutes. And that's like a full system reset, full body and mind reset. Yeah. And it it takes five minutes. It's awesome. So That's
1: amazing. I love the superhero pose. I would encourage anyone to do this who's listening right now or even – any any time that you hear this, get up wherever you are and stand this way for two minutes and you will feel like you can do anything. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, just even if you're listening right now and you notice you're slumped over in your posture, like just fix your posture. Yeah. <laughs> it is so helpful. And like, yeah. that's the one thing I learned at Tony Robbins um, seminar is like, you can change so much of your mind through movement. You can change mm-hmm. so much of your state through movement and emotion through movement. Um, so I really like that one too (laughs) that's a good one Mm -hmm. I like it thanks for
2: sharing that um what do I like to do I'm more of like the dive deep she uh, really is figure (laughs) out why it's there understand it have compassion for it tell it nice things and that type of thing I'm usually not the person to be like stop I feel like that's like really aggressive for me so I like when Lindsay was (laughs) like do that but say pause I was like okay this is this works. See? There you better. go. Pause might um, work better. Yeah. What else? What's like a little like a something, like a tidbit that I can give though that's really helpful? Um, I always just say like talking to yourself how you would talk to something or someone that you love unconditionally. So if you are a mom and you have a child and you know what that's like, mm-hmm. you kind of treat yourself like a small child or say you love dogs and you like are obsessed with your dog, you could almost like talk to yourself like how you would talk to your dog. Like if your dog messes up, you might be mad for like a little, but then you're going to be like, it's okay. Like I still love you. Like you're just a dog. You didn't know, you know? So it's about like – Don't call yourself a dog. Extending the compassion that you would give to something or someone that you really, really love to
1: yourself. Yeah. Yeah. yourself.
2: You have a relationship
1: with yourself. One thing we forget or maybe never even realize is you really are – just a overgrown child. You really are mm-hmm. a child in a in a big person's body because your subconscious, the part of you that's talking to yourself this way, stopped developing at nine years old. Nine to seven, eight, nine, 10, whatever, yeah. depending on the child. Yeah, that's what Very I always young. say.
0: Like about seven or eight. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and so yeah. you once you got that barrier, it can discon- uh, re- really separating the conscious from the subconscious. What's in there is in there and, and, Mm. and it can be changed with, with help and work and inner, inner reflection, things like that. But the way you're talking to yourself, you, who you're talking to, isn't the person you're seeing in the mirror. I mean, it is, but more it's the child that is crying out, needing something from you at that moment. So Mm. don't try not to forget that part. And I know it's going to be so hard to talk to yourself in a nice way, even though you know this, Mm -hmm. but you know, it's, it's the facts, man.
0: <laughs> I know it's true. We are just big grown up babies. I know I, my, babies. my inner child mm-hmm. fires up all the time, yeah. all the time. Her name's Mandy.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it. It's yeah. so cute.
0: <laughs> yes. So yeah, you can name your negative voice too. You could give it a name to further separate yourself from it. Mm. I did a whole negative podcast. Nancy. Yeah. I, mine, mine's name. Well, Mandy is like my inner child, but like the, the voice is like Bridget. Yeah. Like, Shut up Bridget.
1: Bridget. Exactly. <laughs> Bridget. Oh, I love, I love it. Bridget. <laughs> Bridget, You don't know. You're not my real mom. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kelsey, let's talk about our last sponsor real quick so we can um, yeah. dive back into this goodness.
2: This ties in perfect. So speaking of self-love, one of the most self-loving things you can do is get a good night's sleep yes. on a consistent mm. basis because good sleep will make your life so much better and bad sleep will make your life exponentially worse. So some people have trouble falling asleep. Some people have trouble staying asleep. Whatever it is, Um, On average people are getting less quality sleep than ever before and then they really need um, This is like common science. We all know. We're not getting enough sleep. So um, tackling these sleep issues shouldn't feel so impossible and Existing sleep aids aren't that effective and they can make you groggy in the morning And that's why there is Remrise. So Remrise is um, a plant-based herbal solution to help you get to sleep Um, They personalize your I don't even want to call them pills because it's like herbs, but it's in a pill form. Supplements. Um, Yeah, supplements. Remrise personalizes sleep solutions that gives you like a natural plant-based formula to help calm the mind, relax the body, and get your circadian rhythm back on track for a better, more restorative sleep. It's totally drug-free, no groggy side effects in the morning. All you have to do is get, um, go to getremrise.com slash vibin and take their free sleep quiz, which is super quick. Um, I took the quiz and it gave me a sleep profile of something about how my mind was always on. So then my supplements helped me mm. to turn my mind off so I can sleep better. And I actually thought that I was sleeping fine. I've never had problems like falling asleep. Um, but I noticed that when I use these supplements, um, I sleep like a rock, like even more solid than ever before. And I wake up like with so much energy. I'm just like, ding, ready to go. Like the other Mm. day I woke up so early when I um, took the herbs and – then i like didn't know what to do with myself so i took myself to the gym which is like really unlike me to go in the morning i'm more like an <laughs> afternoon gym person but yeah. i was just like so awake and so well rested i was like look at me i got all this energy i'm going to go to the gym <laughs> so remrise is really cool even if you think you're getting good sleep it could probably be better so do what i did check out remrise today Go to getremrise.com slash vibin', take their sleep quiz, and when you sign up, you'll get your first week of Remrise free. Just pay for shipping. You won't find any offer like this anywhere because high evidence is the best. So get your first week <laughs> of Remrise for free when you sign up at getremrise.com slash vibin'. That's getremrise.com slash vibin'. Cool. Yeah. Um, let's see more tools so we all have stuff that can help you guys with self-love outside of this one hour podcast um amanda obviously has been talking about her amazing course um tell us a little bit more about it and where people can find it your program
0: um so i don't have an evergreen right now it's Mm -hmm. just i launch it two times a year so basically Um, people need to get on your email list yeah email or um yeah email or social media so they can follow like instagram stories
1: Is this a self-guided course? Is it a one-on-one live or? It's a group. Oh, Um, good. It's a
0: live group format. I might ever make it like self-paced evergreen in the future, Um, but for now it is just with me as the lead and your group. Um, and so, yeah, it's all about, like I said, like identity remix and it's, it's like getting to know yourself on a level you've never known yourself on before and completely stripping away. Like what I, okay. So this is like the metaphor or the visual I use. So, um, like you were talking about with we're born pure and then like someone makes a compliment or someone constantly talks about you like saying like, Oh, you're such a picky eater or like, Oh, you're such a, like I, I was always a chatterbox. So I always felt like I talked too much and that's like, they slung a piece of mud on you. And then another yeah. person slung a piece of mud on you. And then you go through an experience. Your boyfriend when you're 13 said, doesn't want to be with you anymore, leaves you for another girl, you know? a big blob mug. And so you're so covered in mud, you're pure and your true essence can't shine through anymore. So yeah. like in my program, I feel like we're just taking away all that mud. We're cleaning away the spots so that like who you truly are the whole time could finally come through.
1: Yeah. So I feel like that's the core of it. When you, when you really get to know who you actually are, and I'm not mm-hmm. just talking like in this body as a human i'm talking about as a spiritual like yeah. light being that's so expansive and connected to everything the more you get to know that truth i swear the harder it is to ever say a negative thing about yourself the yeah. harder it is not to love yourself the harder it is to think negatively about life in general because you know the truth and you know yeah. deep down that it's it's you know unchangeable And it's not, there's no way to disconnect. I mean, there there are tons of ways to disconnect, you know, in your mind, but Mm -hmm. you're never really disconnected. So it's really just about finding your way back to yourself and remembering who you are. Yes. Remembering who you so are. So nice. So beautiful. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah there's um, in our, in the inner child module that I do, like I have them do some, a lot of questions in that one, like for self-discovery and it's like, what as a kid did you love to do? And like people have yeah. not thought about that. And it's like, well, maybe you can't do that specific activity, but what was like the essence of it or what quality of yourself came out during that time that you can try to capture in your life now? Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, I do agree. It's so much of remembering who you were and stripping away the conditioning. That's just such a huge part of it.
2: And you also work with clients one-on-one. Yes, I do. Oh yeah, yeah, I do
0: private coaching and I'm I'm looking into doing like boot camps mm-hmm. because I know the program, it's it's a huge thing, you know. So and some people can't commit that much. So I'm looking into doing like taking modules from the program and doing boot camp. Like I really want to do like a self-talk boot camp for like a month. Like I feel like that would be really impactful that's for great, some people. Yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. Um. So yeah, good things to come. I'm really just trying to get through my wedding. And then like, <laughs> then there's going to be so much when coming are you getting out. Married? But um, the weekend of Kelsey's retreat, actually. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. She wanted to come, but she couldn't come. She was like, uh, I'm a
2: little busy getting married. Oh, yeah. that's
1: kind of just, important. Just a yeah. little thing
0: there. <laughs> You, um, two, well, two, congratulations. Two. Thank you. 222.
1: Two, two, two. I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was on 323. Three. How weird. Nice. Weird mm-hmm. and cool.
0: Yeah. We're going to talk again, aren't uh, we? <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. But do you have like a freebie we can send people to or anything they can just yes. get to get to know you better? I do.
0: Yeah. So um, the one belief, and I honestly created this because I was seeing the feedback from the women when I f- ran the program the first time um, the, a big belief subconsciously for people is it's not safe for them to be who they are. Mm -hmm. Like it's not safe for me to be me basically. Um, so I created a guided EFT session so that you can go through the tapping points. And I, I explain all that and, um, it's about 15 minutes and I'll take you through so that you can reprogram that belief. And it is very powerful. Um, Yeah, I mean, even just from recording it, and I had not done it yet, I had noticed changes in my outer life that I was like more things that I used to freeze when I talk about, like I was able to talk about them and feel very neutral. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't even like done it. I was just recording it. <laughs> so That's amazing. yeah, I can definitely attest. Do we to have that.
2: that link in the we do. description? Yeah. Okay, cool. So links in the description for that. Yes. Also, you can always work with Lindsay to reprogram your subconscious mind. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, that true. Works one-on-one yeah. with
2: people. And then yeah. I also have a course called
0: Radical Self-Love, which, which is, is perfectly fitting. Oh, yeah, Amanda's so been through it. So she can so good to it for someone who like I call myself the self-love queen and I've been like on this journey for like seven years now and I took that and I was like you're talking about things I've never heard of and I've never thought of before and it was just it was so good
1: yeah it goes deep self-love you're in the right place just click on one of us and you'll be in the right spot
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah
2: exactly oh I also have a freebie I should mention there's um I, I made a list of 21 self-love journal prompts, so if you go on my website, KelseyAida.com, there's like a search bar, just type self-love journal prompts, and it should take you to any of the blog posts that link to it, um, but it, it's like a lot of good stuff Feel free, so go check it out.
1: Yay! Go check out Amanda's freebie, go check out Kelsey's, and um, is there any closing advice you want to give people um, moving forward from today, anything you want to make sure that they take away from this episode?
0: I do. And this might be a little different than self-talk, but basically um, Wabi Sabi. Have you ever heard of this? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I really want people to like, I don't know if you've talked about it before on the show, but where this comes from is I just recently learned about like, there's actually a new therapy coming out or that they're using with high success rates um, on self-acceptance. It's literally just self-acceptance therapy. And it's so important to accept yourself. And Wabi Sabi, I feel like kind of goes along with that. And I think it's Japanese. I can't quite remember, but Mm -hmm. um, it's like a philosophy in a way. And it's, it's a, it's a way of life that um, appreciates and accepts complexity while at the same time values simplicity. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the philosophy behind it. But um, it's really about appreciating your cracks, like appreciating your stories and your, your cracks are your flaws. Um, I know they take like sometimes antiques and where it was broken, they'll seal with gold
1: yeah because
0: it's like a way of re um like making it i don't know i don't want to say beautiful again cuz it always was beautiful but it's like a new way of seeing your the flaws in something as beautiful and that's kind of like what rich imperfections all is about it's like your perceived flaws are really what makes you unique and really yeah. what makes you like the special human you are so i feel like if any advice i could give you is like start that self acceptance journey and wabi sabi <laughs>
1: Yay. love it, it wow. so <laughs> you've <laughs> been so great this has been yeah. such a good talk Yeah, um, thanks everyone it. for joining us and I'm sure we'll talk again soon yeah. um, everyone have a great week Kelsey, love you so much guys, we'll see you next week bye thank you for tuning in to this week's edition
0: of High in It be sure to join Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida for another
1: great program next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern time and 1 p.m. Pacific time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We can't wait to have you join us again soon.